Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast. This is episode 79. This is the seventh episode of the series that we're in called Fact Check. Fact Check. And we are fact checking things that we call wisdom in our culture, even though it's not really wisdom. I'll let Adam give you a better review because that was not it. That's pretty good. All right, that's pretty good. So there's things around us all the time that pop up is like, yeah, those are words to live by, right? I'm going to live by those words. And we need to make sure that they're actually would be considered wisdom and true wisdom of God and not just false wisdom of this world. Because I want to be kind of blunt, most of the stuff that you hear that's like, yeah, those are words of wisdom. I should live by those. They ain't, right? Mm-hmm. They're not. They're disguised. Um, they're, they're ways for the enemy to get us off track. They're false, and they don't, they're, not, they're not illustrative of the true wisdom of God in this world or representative of the true wisdom of God in this world. And so yeah. we've been just taking some of them and kind of digesting them and – um, some of the ones that we've done, well, we won't say the one we did last week yet because we're going to really play off that one. But some of the yep. ones we've done so far is, you know, do what you love and successful follow. You only live once. YOLO. It is um, what it, it is. It is what it is, right? And random, random different other ones. And the way, the, the, the easy way that we're saying to determine whether this is true wisdom or not is to take this and put it through the filter of the way James, Jesus's bold little brother, talks about what true wisdom and false wisdom is. And so he does that in, hold on, James chapter 3. 14. 14 through 17. Yes. Yep. And so he does that where he's talking about false wisdom and true. So quick recap. Um, For those of you that listen every single week in a row, you probably hate these recaps. But those of you that just pop in randomly, you probably like them. Speed it up. You can speed it up. Yeah, I'll speed it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you can push the little button. (laughs) Um, Yeah. False wisdom of what James says in that scripture is he says, false wisdom is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. Um, and so there's your grid, right, that you can throw this through. Is this wisdom unspiritual? Is it earthly? Is it demonic? Um, or is it true wisdom, which would be the opposite of those? And so is it eternal? Is it Holy Spirit-led? Uh, and is it holy, right? So when we say earthly, what he means there, false wisdom is earthly. He means it's focused on the here and the now, right? It's just about here, just about earth, just about right now. Um, that would that would be a characteristic of false wisdom. Unspiritual means it's all about on your own power, right? So it's not heeding any power of the Holy Spirit, any power of the Lord, mm-hmm. any power of the cross. It's just on your own power, right? Um, and then it's demonic, meaning you-centered, right? Demonic means that anybody on the throne but God. That would be demonic. And so you-centered is what that is there. So you or people not necessarily you centered, but people centered. I was talking to somebody recently. And they were like, "But I'm not. It's not me in the center. It's my children in the center." And I'm like, "Your children in the center is still not correct, <laughs> right. right? God is the center, right? Yeah. Jesus is the cornerstone. God is on the throne, right? He is number one. I don't know where to put it, right? That's the challenge in our all of our lives. Mine too. Always yes. the challenge Absolutely. is making sure that there is a conscious effort always of God being in the center. And so what James is saying is his false wisdom is focused on the here and the now. It's all about your own power, and it's you in the middle of it. 
and what true wisdom would be then. So if you're trying to figure out what the stuff that you're hearing in this world or the things that you're reading or even just advice you get, get for grandma your whole life, right. is is it true wisdom, which means is it eternal? Is it focused on eternity, not just right this minute and today and, and right here and just America and just at this moment and just during my lifetime or whatever? And then is it Holy Spirit-led? Is it about God's power, right? Does does the wisdom show that we lean on God's power, that he is powerful, or is it focused on ours? And then true wisdom would also be holy, which means God is at the center of it, right? And so take those little nuggets of wisdom or uh, false nuggets of wisdom, I don't know what a false nugget is, um, <laughs> and throw it through um, the filter, and you should be able to figure it out real quick. So what we're doing is we're throwing these all through there, and we're realizing that they fail real quick. And yep. so today's is really kind of flowing from last week. So we'll right. go through this pretty fast. Yeah. So if you listen to this one, you're like, oh, I want to know more, just go back and listen to the last episode, yeah. 78. So last week was do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. This week is... You do you, boo. You do you, boo. You <laughs> Boo, you do you. You do your thing. It's always funny to say boo. Right. Um, I always think about one of our coworkers' yes. husbands. One of our coworkers' husbands, she calls him boo, and now everybody in the world calls him boo, yeah. which is really weird, too, to be a grown man who calls another grown man boo. Right. But I do. <laughs> and I can't help it. Every um, time I see him, I'm like, hey, boo. <laughs> but we were introducing him to a uh, new staff member. Um, our new campus pastor for Caswell Campus, I was like, and this is Steve, by the way, and he also is called Boo. And yes, you will call another grown man Boo, right. even if you think I'm crazy you right now for you telling won't. you. You think you won't. For a long time after I met him, I was like, I'm yeah. just not calling by his name at all. Because it felt weird. Steve felt too official. Boo right. felt too right. friendly. And right. I was like, I'm not calling him either. I'd be like, hey, man. Right. But now, <laughs> right. you but call I'm him like, Boo. hey, Boo. <laughs> right. So the, you do you, Boo. In other words, hey, you know, so that, that Boo is just a term of endearment. It's like, like friend, right? Right. You do you. You do your thing. You don't right. worry about nobody else. You just do you. You know, and that's very similar to do what makes you happy. Right. But more of an agenda focused thing, right? A more of a you just got to do you. You just got to be you. And that sounds kind of good. It sounds like it might ought to be true, right? Um. But once again, like we said last week, the heart is deceitful above all things. And so it can't be just about us. So it does sound kind of right, right? You do you. In other words, you be you, not be somebody else's world. Like you could seem that you could kind of apply this to the Christian principle of do not be conformed to the practice of this world, but be transformed, right? Mm -hmm. By the renewing of your mind. But so it sounds like it could be used as a statement for Christ followers to stand strong in this world, be firm in your faith. But it's, but, that's not saying you stand strong in you, right? And that's what this that's what this false wisdom is saying. It's saying right. you do you. When we say as Christians, be you know, you be solid in your faith in this world. You stay, we're we're saying you be Jesus, right? Not you do you, right. right? You do Jesus. And so take this real quick, throw it through the filter. It's going to fail real fast. Remember, if it fails one, it's going to fail all three. You just got to right. process through it. Right. Some of them might not be as obvious, but as you start processing through it, you will. So let's right. take it. You do you, boo. And we're going to throw that through. Is it focused on the here and the now? Yep. Sounds like it. Yep. Maybe not as... That's um, not as evident. Yeah. Like as the, uh, some of the other ones were. Right. But you do you definitely means... Right here in this world, right here and right now, it feels like what this. And as I've seen this term used, it tends to mean, no, you gotta, you gotta go after your dreams. You gotta go after your goals. You gotta be who you want to be in this world, right? Mm-hmm. And so it definitely sounds like it's right now. Right. Um, it is it unspiritual? Is it all on your own power? 
Sounds like it, right? You do you. You do you, right? (laughs) Right. You have the ability, the capability to be whoever you want to be, to do whatever you want to do. And so you do that on your own power. It sounds, that sounds like all your own power to me. And then how about this one? This is where this one completely gets destroyed, like a nuke has hit it in the false wisdom category. Is it demonic? In other words, yes. is it you-centered? Oh, my yes. goodness, is it you-centered? Yeah. It's right? all about you. Yes, it is so you-centered. I'm going to do me. I'm going to be me. You do right. you, right? Right. Um, it's all about what's most important in my life is me being me, and I determine who I am, and I determine what I do, and right. and I'm going to be me. I mean, it's so you-centered. If you take and throw it through the other one of, is it true wisdom? Of course, it's the same filter, but... You know, it doesn't sound eternity focused mm-hmm. at all. It's definitely not about God's power because it's about you doing it. But then, really, it's not God. God doesn't sound like He's at the center of that wisdom at all. Right. Right. At at all. And um, just to even like take it back to the earthly one, I, every time I've ever heard someone use this, I don't know if this is going to make any sense. But like every time I've ever heard someone use this, it's always been like something that someone's doing in the moment. They're like, "Oh, okay. Like you do you, I guess." You know. So like it, it's pretty much like no one's yeah, ever yeah, like yeah. in my long term goal. Is that no one ever looks at me and goes, you do you, boo. <laughs> you know? Like. It's much more short-sighted, right? right. Yeah. And it's also kind of dis- it's used kind of dismissively, too, to somebody who's doing whatever they want that might not be the yes. right thing. You know what yes, I mean? like, it is very much dismissive. Right. It's I'm not going to be responsible well, for I, telling them I, I that they're do doing that, the wrong thing. And I don't want to do that, and I think that's stupid, but you do <laughs> you. you. Do you. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. just sounds, you're right, it sounds completely momentary, yeah. you know, and current at that moment, right? right? Um, when I was think I was thinking about this one a lot when we talked about the last one and how these just go together, um, and so I feel like I'm almost going to say some of the same stuff because they just kind of pair up. So that's why this one will be kind of short. But you know, the the biggest part here to think about when it comes to you do you is that's what the gospel tells you not to do. Hmm. Like, out of all of these things that we've talked about so far, this would be the one where the gospel says, no. Right. Don't do you, right. is what the gospel says. Don't do you at all. Do Jesus. Right. Don't do you. Right. right? You do Jesus. You do godly. Mm-hmm. You do you do who he is, what he's done. I mean, like, you could almost put this one up with uh, you do you versus WWJD, right? right? <laughs> and what would Jesus do is in, in my personal life, me as just a human being, what Jesus would do is almost always the opposite of me just doing me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the, the gospel would say here, no, don't do you at all. Do Jesus. And here's where I want to go with this one. And this one won't take us very long, Chloe, I don't think. We ain't got a lot on this one. Right. It's kind of a bleed it over. It very much us. builds off right. of the last one. I think that you have to understand for for the, you to see the true wisdom in this one and the false wisdom. I think you need to see the two sides to the gospel. There are two sides to the gospel. The gospel is like a two is like a coin, right? The coin has two sides, and you must focus on both sides of the coin to really get the gospel, right? And so, one side of the coin, the gospel side of the coin. Let's call this the heads side, mm-hmm. right? The head side is God loves you so much that he sends his son to walk the walk you couldn't walk, bear the punishment and the weight of your sin and shame, and to bring you into a relationship with him, holy, righteous, perfected, 
right? That's the beautiful side of the head side of the gospel coin, right? right? And that's what we always talk about when we talk about the gospel, right? Is that, you know, the birth, the death, the resurrection of Jesus so that you and I might be saved, right? That's the that's the beautiful side of it. Um, but there's another side of the gospel coin that you have to know and see, or otherwise you cannot see the beauty of the head side that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. And the other side of that coin is... Um, why would we need the head side of the coin? Well, we need the head side of the coin because of the tail side of the coin. And this is the other side of the gospel that we have to know both of them. We have right. to focus on both of them. That we are, the best that we've got is filthy rags. Yep. That we are, here's Adam Cook's phrase of the last five years, glory thieving rats mm-hmm. in our nature. That our sin is corrupt, that there is something wrong with us deeply, that it is all of us, that we are sinful beyond understanding and compare, that we are completely separated and shut off from the goodness of God because there ain't no goodness in us without God. You know what I'm saying? That's the other side of the gospel coin. And and that's the part that's very um, – What's the? I'm trying to think of my words. It's a bad thing about a podcast is that I don't have any words in front of me yes. for the most part. Um, that's the part of the gospel that is constantly challenging, right? Mm-hmm. That that is that will hurt your feelings, right? But it's what makes the other side of the coin more and more beautiful, right? Is that even though that is us, that God loves us enough to bear this for us. That Jesus comes and takes all that, mm-hmm. right? Free. It's a free gift because. If God is perfect and holy and righteous and we are glory-thieving rats, Mm -hmm. then we should be cut off from him. We should be separated from him. We should be punished for that. Does that make sense, right? Absolutely. Um, But yet, there's another side of the gospel coin because God's that good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. I think that that is what I see. I I feel like I've said this in every episode, but I see this so much in like culture now is like people who are like opposed to Christianity and whatever is because they heard the side that like, I don't know. They just, they only want the side of, you know, God came and died for us. They don't want the, they don't like to hear that they've messed up. Mm -hmm. They don't like to hear that they're broken because they want, it's like very much like a self-protecting culture of like, you know, I'm good and I do good things and that makes me a good good, person. Yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah. And I couldn't have like bad intentions at the end of the day because I've worked so hard to be such a good person, you know? And I don't know, it makes me sad because, like, that's the piece that we're missing. And that's the piece that, like, nobody wants to hear, like, you know, you're not great. You're not great yeah. on your own. You're not a good person. Nobody wants to hear that. But at the same time, like, you do need that. And I remember, like, for the longest time, I've known, I've had a relationship with God for a very long time. However, it didn't really get real for me until I had to grasp the fact that, like, yeah. I am broken, but God still loves me. Like, I feel like I would flip-flop back and forth and be like, God loves me, you know, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. And then I would go back to, like, that I'm so broken. Like, God doesn't love me. I need to do more good things. Yeah. And until, like, you you have to have both of those together yeah. to understand that, like, Very this true. is the gospel. Like, you can't have one or the other. Like, you are messed up. However, God still loves you, you know? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people my age don't. That's why we don't you like it. It's because we don't want someone to tell us that we're not good. And this is this is where this is a problem because you can't have a savior if you don't need without saving. a Lord without knowing that you need one. Yeah. Right. Right. So the the one of the ways I like to think about this, or it helps me as an adult, is to think about children when children accept Christ. Right. The the you know 
I do believe that there's a that it's a different age for each people. There's not like some we don't call fast in our church to you got to be at least twelve years old before you can you know accept right. Christ, be baptized, that kind of stuff. We don't hold fast to that because everybody develops at different times and and so. But the the point of a child realizing and being saved it cannot happen until there's a point where they go, I'm sinful right. and I need a savior, right? And so the awareness of them needing a savior. Right. And it's both sides. It, it's, it's got to be both sides of those coin, the coin. And the reason I'm talking about this is because we go back to this whole you do you like, no, there's two sides to the gospel <laughs> coin. And you've got right. to understand that the worst thing that you could do is do you. Right. Right. Because you, you and I are, yeah. you and I are, whether you want to hear it or not. I mean, you may be an unchurched, unchristian person right now, and you are deeply offended that I say this. And and I can't help it because the gospel is offensive. That was the word I was looking for earlier. Right. The gospel is offensive. Right. Um, you and I are flawed beyond, deeply flawed, right? Um, you and I are sinful as we could possibly be. We are that the best we could possibly give is is filthy rags. That mm-hmm. you know what I mean. That that outside of God, I am no good, right? Mm-hmm. And, and all that there is is this earthly, corrupted flesh, right? We have to know that mm-hmm. to then realize that there is a need for a Savior. And then you see the beauty of the gospel. Then you see the beautiful side of that coin of understanding that it takes both of these things. And so you do you is a horrible thing that we need to not ever present to anybody ever, right? Because it just pushes you to ignore right. The side of the gospel that says what our real state is, which then will never lead you to and illuminate the side that you need. Right? Does that make yeah. sense? You know, yeah, absolutely. You cannot see the beauty of the resurrection without the devastation of the cross. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, the closer you get to the cross, the closer you pursue and get to Jesus, the more you will realize how sinful you are. Right? And your desperate need for Him. That's the whole point. Right? The closer you get to the cross, the dirtier you look. Right? You know. And, and it's true. It's just you are. Um, and the beautiful part about it is is that God loves us. So you don't have to follow this crap. Right. Because that's what this is. It's crap. Right. There's a lot of people that don't like when I say the word crap, so I try to say as much as possible. <laughs> right, <laughs> you, right. You, you, you don't have to follow this. You do you. What you can follow is, is no, I'm going to do Jesus. Right. I'm going to do him. And I'm going to let him Set my past. Go back to that verse from last. We'll wrap up with this. Yeah. Go back to that verse from last week that we touched on quickly, briefly. I don't even know if we said it fully. It was Proverbs three something. Yes, Proverbs three five, five through seven. seven. Yeah. yeah. Read it again, Chloe. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear, fear the Lord and shun evil. Yeah. So don't be wise in your own lives. In other words, don't do you, right? Because right? you right. don't know. Because you, you are know. sinful. You ain't got it. You don't have the perspective. You don't have the holiness. Right. You don't. You got baggage. You got issues. You got, you know, everything we can possibly throw in this category, right? Yeah. And so, trust in the Lord and and let Him make your path straight. That's the beautiful part of that verse. Is it's both sides of the gospel coin again, right? It's it's realizing that nope. I can't do this. My understanding's not good. I am not God. I am sinful. Right. But if I trust in him, guess what he's going to do? If I do Jesus, he's going to make my path straight. 
you know, and that's the key here, right? So this this absolutely fails. It definitely ties in with last week's, yeah. um, you know, make yourself happy, right? Because when we say you do you, we're really talking about you Follow do the heart. things that make you happy, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, Follow it's all kind of together. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Christians, don't don't teach your children just to do them, right? Right. They're going – this world is going to eat us up and spit us out if we do us. Yeah. Right? The only truth that there is is Jesus. The only way for us to walk in the path that God wants for us to walk and to find that real joy and purpose, right? So there's mm-hmm. a there's an element of purpose here where you do you, right? You do you. You figure out your own purpose. No, don't figure out your own purpose. Let God give you those purposes in life. Let him give you those passions, right? Because mm-hmm. every time I try to do my own purpose, my own passion, my own joy, I blow the thing up, right? Don't share this with your children. We don't need more Christians walking around doing their own thing, right? right. We need to do Jesus, right? Yeah. Not you do you. Don't do you, please, is what the gospel says. There is a better way. His name is Jesus. He has done it for you. He's walked it for you. It is free, and then it is life-giving, yeah. right? And so don't do you, boo. Do Jesus, boo. Yeah. Boo, if you're listening, not just the one boo we were talking about, but all boos, every boo right now, everybody's somebody's boo. <laughs> do Jesus, please, don't do you. Oh my gosh, I that think that's the funny. funniest way we could have ended that. <laughs> everybody's somebody's boo. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode of the podcast. This one is a little shorter, but like Adam said, if you want to go back and listen to the one before. It really, really just—it's essentially it all goes like, together. Yeah, 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 yeah. It all goes together. It really built off of each other. So, be sure to go listen to um, episode seventy-eight if you have not heard it yet. Um, be sure to tune in next week. Follow us on social media. All those good things. I and think the next one we're hitting, Chloe. I think if my notes are right that I'm looking at right now, but they could not be because we don't take a lot of notes. Right. Is uh, <laughs> people don't change. Ah. Ooh. Right. People don't change. Once a blank, always a blank. Right. We're going to put that one through the filter. Right. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. That'd be good. So be sure to join us for episode 80, and we will talk to you then. See you later. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.